All right, welcome back to episode 213. I am not going to let you motherfuckers mess up my intro. Um, <laughs> over here laughing in my intro. But you gotta leave but, that in. You gotta leave <laughs> But, uh, what, uh, before I even get into it? Yep. No. Yeah. Put it at I'll, the end. I'll, I'll make it work. Yeah, I do. That might be the new okay. outro. <laughs> um okay for those of you who don't know you'll you'll hear it at the end but um what's going on everyone we finished up nfl week one and it may be i don't think maybe it definitely is the best weekend we have ever had on the podcast ever one loss thank you jamal williams yeah still chasing that ever elusive undefeated i wouldn't blame jamal williams but i would all you had to do is not run for a first down there and we get it well, that's kind of his job so but <laughs> he didn't hey but he didn't do his job the rest of the day then <clears throat> he, did not. he didn't have many rushing yards outside of that he did not he got stifled by that defense uh, so, yeah but either way we went undefeated in college which is crazy because we were down anyone who saw our pick sheet was probably like i'm not and these fucking losers. They're down nine units in two weeks. We turn it around, uh, up five units, or up 15.05 units for the entire weekend, which is insane. Insane. Up a half unit in college football now for the year and up 5.47 in NFL. Hell yeah. I love yeah, it. That was a, yeah, uh, it was a beautiful it was a banger of weekend. I need to learn. See, like, I, I like it because, like, the weekends, like, if I would have just taken the podcast picks last, last weekend, I've been fucking rich. Not rich, but a lot richer than I was because I took some stuff outside of it. It's, that's just human nature. You know, you got to have a little skin in something. <clears throat> Bills fucking blew me over on Monday night. Um, but then, like, some other weeks when we don't do so well, like, I'm able to, like, maybe recoup some of those losses by taking some additional stuff on the side. But, man, that was, a, that was an incredible weekend. And... I just want to go on the record and say that every square, not square, but every person I saw on TikTok or Twitter saying that Colorado was a square play and Nebraska is a better team, I saw right through that shit. So fuck off. That's all I got to say about that. I got the first like quarter and a half made me nervous, and then they started to finally find their groove. Um, that's going to happen when you play a little bit tougher of defense, but I still think they are. I think the hype train kind of died down after this week because this like. There's a little bit of danger there. Um, I don't think they're this week because they play Colorado State. So, yeah, and they got game day and big noon kickoff, which yeah, I don't understand. Frankly, it's Colorado, Colorado State. I don't care if you tell me it's a rivalry game. That it's gonna be if Colorado's as good as people think they are. That game's gonna be fifty to nothing. So, I don't understand why they're both going there, but whatever. Yeah. Anywho. It was a great weekend gambling indeed. Let's hope we can carry it into this weekend. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. So how do you wanna where do you wanna go next with this? Yeah, so we'll kick it off uh, a little bit before we get into our gambling picks. Ethan wanted to do a quote unquote um, favorite Just thing like, or best thing we yep. saw of the week. Could be sports, could be non sports. Um, I will go super vanilla because I can't think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> But the best thing I saw all the week is my DraftKings balance. <laughs> kind of going on top of what we just talked yeah. about. I mean, insane. Yeah. So I started out with like $100, then I had 350 by the end of the weekend. So there you Gotta go. I love it. That's how you make it up, getting that Joe Burrow money. Um, 
My the best thing I saw this weekend was that throw on third third and ten with three minutes left in the ball game that Tua Tagovailoa made to Tyree Kill. Just climbed the pocket, threw it off one foot. Probably the best throw he's made in his career. I mean, let's be honest. That was by far the best throw he's made in his career. And the Dolphins won. So I mean, but that was amazing to watch him just the game itself. Over. Yeah, oh, great you could you could you could summarize it to just the game. Uh, yeah, his best game of the weekend by far. I best think. game of the weekend by far. Yep. No, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Just an insane game. Um, my my best thing I saw this weekend is not sports related. It was the prisoner who finally got caught, <laughs> and then afterwards, the state troopers, state police, whatever, whoever they were, SWAT team, all decided to gather around and pose for a photo with him while he was wearing his eagle sweater. Um, which i understand that encompasses the entire franchise fan base (laughs) right there everybody around him um (laughs) it's i'm i'm sure they have to do it for press like you know like oh he was caught like this is what we got to put in the but it just felt weird that they dude like put his gun up and like put it in the photo like i would have shot the motherfucker if he'd ran any further (laughs) i could be i could be wrong and i know it's a totally different circumstance but didn't they do the same thing with osama bin laden Probably yeah, he was he was know. dead, right? But still, kind of like similar type thing. It's like he also a team United States. Like this guy is just some fucking rando who broke out of prison. If I can understand, he was a murderer. Just, yeah. He was a murderer. I heard about today. But, okay, yeah. yeah, but not not murderer quite to the level of Osama bin Laden. <laughs> no, but I was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> he obviously wasn't a very smart murderer because one, he got sent to prison. In Pennsylvania. Two, two, he had been broken out of jail for two weeks and his dude was still in the United States. He's still in the same county, I think. Same state for sure. But I think he might have been Bro, in the same county. It's like, the only place that televises the fucking Eagles game. Had to watch the Eagles game. Say, yeah, dude. I had to go watch the bars down at the Wawa, don't you know? <laughs> he was probably at his local bar, and the bartender was like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to keep serving oh you today. Wait a second. Fuck it, we'll finish the game. Yeah. All right, after the game, call the cops. <laughs> Wait, where'd Johnny go? Oh, also, best best thing I uh, didn't see this weekend was my ball on nine on Monday. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We golf golf in the dark. Oh, it got so dark so fast. I lost two balls on nine that were uh, not lost. They were somewhere right next to the fairway and gone forever. That's that's an endless love in the dark. That's me every (laughs) week, every time I golf at Crown. That ball's not gone, but it is. So it's gone. I ain't going to look for it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> back to the prisoner guy. You could easily hitchhike from Pennsylvania because it Canada. You no one wants to go to Canada. You could hitchhike from Pennsylvania to Mexico in two weeks. I think it's a lot harder to get across the border and and well, I don't know though. You're you're you can, into Mexico. Bro, now. You can walk. You can walk across the border from Mexico to the United States right now. The gates are open. You just walk. I, I think. I think he would have had a better chance of getting down to one of like the harbors or bays on the east yes. coast and hopping a freight ship to wherever the fuck it took him. Like I was gonna say, I was gonna say, get down to like Miami or like Fort Lauderdale and hop oh, on even a like boat Baltimore. To, yeah, like, and go to the right Caribbean. there. You know. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a fun mission to have. <laughs> We're just giving prisoners tips. If you want to yeah. escape prison, here's what you got to do. Like I don't, I don't ever want to find myself in that situation, but I think it'd be kind of fun for like a month to try out. Yeah, if yeah, I could get sure. down there. I, I mean, 
you could you could do you know like a fake. I know nothing's stopping me. Get up your local police department and say, "Hey, I'm gonna fake escape prison. I want you guys to try to find me." <laughs> it's it's be a good, good training good use of our taxpayer dollars. Yeah, great hey, training. I mean, good training there. right there. Yeah. What the fuck else are taxpayers got dollars going <laughs> to? Not, not to the it, rose, that's for sure. I'm gonna give it. Uh, you'd be caught in under two hours. Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is this dude sprinting you down know, the highway? You know, you want to know why Travis would be caught? Because they'd ping his fucking phone location due to a DraftKings bet. <laughs> You're like, oh, this motherfucker's in Illinois. He had to stop yeah. over there before he took off. He's at the Shell gas station in Columbia, Illinois. Let's, we got him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Uh, all right. Well, that's a good way to start the show right there. Um <clears throat> But let's dive into it because we've got a lot of games to talk about, just like last week. College football, week three, crazy to think about. Um, same order. I have too many picks, so I would like for somebody else to go first and help to eliminate one of my picks. Uh, we'll start with Ethan. Yeah, that's fine because I I was talking to Travis earlier. I do not like the college slate this weekend. He loves it. I'm kind of the opposite. I just, again, me not being as enveloped in college as Travis is might yeah. be the reason why. Um, but I'll start with my 11 a.m. Saturday game. The first one, I actually have two 11 a.m. Saturday games. Um, it is Liberty at Buffalo. Um, Liberty is 2-0. and Buffalo is 0-2. Buffalo has also, or sorry, Liberty has also um, put up a pretty good defensive showcase the first two weeks. They have five interceptions um, off the top of my head. I don't know if they had any other turnovers because I'll be honest, I did not look that part up. But their defense in the secondary has been pretty good. Granted, for the competition they've played, I'm not going to say that they're some outstanding football team, but they're better than an 0-2 Buffalo who has not necessarily lost to two overly notable teams outside of who they played week one. Um, it's a three-and-a-half-point spread. That's not a lot for me, even for Liberty on the road. So give me Liberty minus three-and-a-half. This is one of my picks. Why so wanted you to go first? So I like it. Um, nice. I'm gonna go retrospective. What you talked about? You talked about Liberty's defense. I'm talking about Buffalo's defense. They have the 121st ranked defense in the country in terms of yardage given up, which is 503 yards per game. Uh, 121st is about like 12 or 13 from the bottom. Doesn't bode well with Liberty's offense, who's 30th in total yardage per game. Uh, they allow 100% of red zone scores to defenses, so I don't know how they're going to be able to stop Liberty from getting the ball in the end zone. Yep. Jared? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, I looked at that one earlier, and uh, it doesn't quite fit the model. It's actually the other way that I that I go. Jared's but got his model already. Week three. I, I mean, but I, I don't I don't <laughs> have it as a pick. I laid it off. Um, I don't hate it because not every the model's not perfect. Doesn't hit a, hit, hit at hundred percent. It's more like sixty to sixty two. Um, so I think uh, well, two of us have it, so we have to at least include it. Uh, but yeah, unit wise, we'll figure out later. I don't know. I just I was gonna say I don't hate it. I mean, it's one of those ones, a contrarian, where I'm just like, okay, I could see, you know, Buffalo's a terrible fucking football team. They're they're near the bottom on defensive rankings, like Travis said. I think they're even worse than what Travis said. I have them as 123rd in the country on defense, so total defense. Um, some some yeah. place, yeah. Some places have different uh, stats and standings this time of the year because they base their info solely off of teams, two FBS teams playing each other. You mean team? You mean team ranking? Teamrankings.com. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was like this. I can't go off this shit. So I've been using the Action Network app. 
Yeah. Yep. And even, I mean, some places are different, even regardless. I don't know. They're actually 100, 127th in rushing yards and Liberty 7th in rushing yards on offense. So yeah. there you go. And I, uh, I said week one opponent for Buffalo, forgetting who they were. It was Wisconsin, which to me isn't even still that overly impressive of a team. And then they turned around and lost to Fordham week two. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. Liberty's first road game of the year, so it's, it's a little bit of a test. But, um, yeah, I don't see any reason why they don't get it done. The half, I personally will probably buy it down to three, but that's just that's just me being me. So I hate put I for some reason I never I will never buy anything to like a, a f- round number. I'll either buy it to two and a half or I'll keep it at three and a half because I'm weird like that. Usually I'll buy it to two and a half because it's like the field goal win, but I'm yeah. weird. I'm fucking OCD. All right, Jared, what's your nickname first game? Mm. I'm gonna let Travis talk about the one that I know he's talking about. So, because uh, I have it on mine too, and I'm pretty sure it, it might be a three wise and pick of the week. My first one is on Saturday at two thirty. It's Virginia Tech at Rutgers. Um, I like Virginia Tech plus seven and a half against Rutgers on the road. Um, they're getting a lot of sharp money rolling in on Virginia Tech, and a lot of square betters are betting on Rutgers. Um, listen, Virginia Tech fought a tough game last week against a, a what I think is a decent Purdue team. Um, and only lost by seven. And Rutgers is being overvalued here, I think, a lot because they beat a horrendous Northwestern team by a lot, and then they turned around and Molly Walt Temple at home by 29. I mean, those are two not very good football teams. I think Virginia Tech's a little bit of a step of a competition, um, and I think they at least keep this keep this within a touchdown. So that's my first one. To be honest, I didn't even look at this game, um, so I don't have a ton to go off of. I When I saw the matchup, I was like, oh, it's Rutgers. But then I didn't know how Virginia Tech was this year, and I didn't mm-hmm. have enough want to go look and see what that looked like. My my one issue with this game, now that I'm looking at it, <clears throat> is that Virginia Tech's leading rusher has 27 carries for 59 yards, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Rutgers allows 40 yards per game on the ground. But I know they haven't played stellar competition, but still. Um, yeah, but Virginia Tech ranks in the top 50 in passing yards, and Rutgers is in the bottom, outside top top 75. So, I mean, if they if they if they can't run the ball because and Rutgers has a good running defense, I'm not trying to give it to you either way. It's just what I got. If it doesn't get taken, it doesn't get taken. I don't think it will, but yeah. Okay. Well, I don't hate it, but. I- I don't love it. We'll see what goes mm-hmm. on. Uh, my, I'll go ahead with my technical first pick. That's what Jared was going to talk about. Uh, I have to include it just because every single part of my well-being uh, wants to. It is Kansas State minus five at Missouri. Uh, our Mizzou Tigers, Saturday at 11 o'clock. Uh, the line when it first came out, just threw me for a loop. I'm like, minus five, this Mizzou team has looked awful. I know that they have a good defense. The defense has looked good. But Eli Drinkwitz. Against, against who, though? Against who? Even at the end of last year, though, the defense was good. Yeah. The defense was good basically all year long. And it, I mean, it was supposed to be a really good Middle Tennessee State offense. So, And it didn't really look like it on Saturday. But Either way. No matter which way you slice it, Eli Drinkwitz can't get out of his own way. He does not know how to coach a football game when it's close and when he needs to be good. Uh, I'm looking at a Mizzou loss, like no matter which way, right in the face. 
anything else, I'll be stunned and happy with it. If they win or cover, I'll be surprised, and I'll think that this season is good moving forward. Uh, for me, though, the biggest thing is Mizzou's inability to move the football. 58 points in their first two games against South Dakota and Middle Tennessee State, and then K-State turns around and has 87. It's almost 30 more points. Uh, they've just looked – Mizzou's looked horrendous. They are 0-2 yeah. against spread, and K-State's 2-0 and with big spreads that they've covered. Yeah. I'll add more to this. This is one of my picks as well. Kansas State's 21st in the country in yards allowed per game. Mizzou is 97th in the country on offense in yards per game. And again, think about the competition they played, South Dakota and Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee, granted, they might be better. They're 0-2. They're a scrappy program. Um, but, I mean, Kansas State is just – they're all, Kansas State's also only allowing 3.98 yards per play on defense. Um so every time someone lines up against them, you know, they're maybe getting four yards at best. They could be uh, allowing a 40 yards per play on defense, but our <laughs> offense couldn't do it. I'm saying how long do how long do you got and how much do you care is is how long I get to talk about Eli Drinkwitz's inability and and to move on from quarterbacks. He had the same issue even prior to Brady Cook. And listen, I don't I know Sam Horn isn't isn't the perfect answer. But he's got to be like some of the throws Brady Cook missed on Saturday, like made me want to fucking throw up in a bucket. Like they were, it was, it was atrocious. Like throw, like missing five yeah. yard out routes. Yep. So it's just the that's, offense that's like that's inserted, like the the plays that are put into this offense are horrific. Yep. Like. Yeah. Screen pass, slant pass, short, fucking it's just off dink and dunk down the field, and it doesn't work. Ethan, do you have this play? I don't. Um, and it's only because I, oh, no. I just hate betting against my team. But um, I like it because I think that it is almost a mortal lock. I don't like the well, thought of putting like more than a unit on it, only because I know that like if Mizzou miraculously starts winning, we're just gonna be pissed because we lost money in units. I don't think so. so. I think so. I I think we can avoid the three wide the the Wiseman pick of the week, um, just so we don't lose that and then be double mad. Uh, we keep it at. I think it's it deserves more than one unit. But yeah, because the three Wiseman is, is two and zero on the year. So yeah, yeah um, we don't exactly. we don't want to we don't want to jeopardize that because like With and then we we'll have to root against it. Yeah, I would exactly. love. I'll love exactly. I'll, I'd love to throw twenty five bucks in this game on Kansas State on Kansas State spread and Mizzou ends up winning. Fucking, I'll take my I'll wipe my ass twenty five dollars from Mizzou wins. Like, I don't if care. I if I put fit, I've been putting like twenty five dollar units. So if I put fifty bucks on it, it loses. Now if it loses and Mizzou doesn't win, <laughs> exactly though. Yeah. Exactly. You might as well take Kansas State money line with that fifty dollars if you want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> <Wrong>. Travis. <laughs> Travis had some, so we'll come back to that in units, but two, two or three of us, like Ethan likes it, just didn't have, I, I like it. I just didn't want to bet it. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, there's, there's two of my five college picks. Um, Ethan, how many, what do you have left? Oh, I still have three more. Um, yeah. But so do I. Travis said he's got like well. a million. So <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead with well, the next one. Cause I have a well, Travis. You're going to have to start coming to these like dialed into like four or five because we can't go through. You, 10 you made that. I don't have them. You made that. I don't have a million. I just, I'm trying. If you guys have one, then I can just like, okay. And then that's not technically one of my picks. I already took one of mine. Um, Next minor night, night slate, uh, Tennessee at Florida. Um, I don't know what the spread is because I didn't look at it. 
what I looked at was this total. And I've been, I mean, my, my total record is solid over the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm not going to tell you what it is right now. But we have, what? I said prove it. Uh, I think they all hit all my unders hit last week that I put took, which I'm was like three of them. Fucking with you. Tennessee <clears throat> minus six and a half, by the way. Yeah. Okay. I don't care what the spread is. I didn't, I'm not taking it. Uh, there's minus six and a half on the road. We have two of the better defenses in the country squaring off number 20 and number five and a pretty high total set in place. Again, with this running clock rule, I still don't think some of these games have been fluctuated to offset that through their first combined four games. Only one game has gone over this total, which was by two and a half points. Uh, I'm having a hard time believing that these two defenses creep in to letting up over 58 and a half points. I like this pick because I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Tennessee, the only game that this over would have hit was in the Tennessee UVA game. We know UVA is terrible because it's also James Madison. That's why I just said by two and a half points. Yeah. So I like it. I like like it it a lot. The SEC game, first one of the year, they're going to have to both step up and kind of do some shit. So, and the swamp is going to be a tough place to play in September. It's still muggy and hot. We've just, we've seen these games that are rather high scoring, and it's just hard to put up that many points without scoring every, every other drive. I mean, yeah, even if Tennessee Molly Wapson, which I think is very well could happen, it's going to go under. It's probably going to be like 35 to, you know, 18 or something like that. Something stupid. So, yeah, I like it. Cool. Ethan. All right, this next one, um, I want you guys, I because I have two different picks in the same game, but I only want to take one of them. And I want you to, I don't want you to tell me that you hate them both. Even if you do, I just want you to tell me which one you would go with. Um, gotcha. And I'll give you my reasonings why for both. Um, it's the, or sorry, the Ohio State, the Iowa State at Ohio game. Um, Iowa State's on the road. They're minus three against Ohio. Um, they've played some tougher competition. Wait, Ohio or Ohio State? Ohio. Oh, the Bobcats. Yep. And then it's Iowa State. Um, and Iowa State's only minus three. And that immediately stuck out to me. Iowa State's got a very good defense. They played Iowa tough. Um, they won 30 to 13 week one. I know it was against, I believe, Northern Illinois or Northern Iowa or something like that, but um, has a pretty decent team this year. Not necessarily outstanding. Ohio has been kind of hit or miss this season so far, even at two and one. I'm going to um, love, I'm going to love your often, second pick. All right. Are you know often is. Kind of atrocious. Um, I don't know if you do though, just because it's so low, but I also really like the under I, of 43 in this game. I, yeah, I don't care. I was, I would say defense is so good. They've allowed nine points to you and I. 20 oh, I know. It's, it's crazy. And then Ohio, like I took, I took their under last week. We and yeah. it hit because yeah, I, mean, I don't like care. Fifty-eight. Yeah, yeah it was only six six I can't take an 20, under forty-two. They scored twenty-seven points. Against I have it at forty-three. <laughs> if that helps, there's twenty-seven points scored against the in, in, F, in the FAU game. And they played. A, and that was close to Yeah, but Iowa, Iowa State might score twenty-eight themselves on a freaking MAC school. Yeah, but they might only give up three. Maybe I don't know. They did score thirty on you and I, so I see where Travis. If you like, if you like both sides, I like Iowa State over the other one. I I feel like minus three is almost a lock too, though. Like I really like that spread. It's small. I think Iowa State is by far the better team, in my opinion, just based on what I've seen so far in two weeks. Um, I like Iowa State better. I think they got the better defense. Yeah, Ohio's kind of 
kind of limped to a yeah they, to a two they very could be they were, they were, it was they were, zero, they were zero. They were losing the FAU at a halftime, if I yeah. do recall. So I, I think we'll lean Iowa State minus three then with my pick there officially. If we actually take it is one thing, but that's the pick I like in this game. Yeah, go ahead and toss out my Virginia Tech pick from our card officially because we can just go ahead and co- kind of get that out of the way. Um, okay. I like some of these other ones better. I'm just going <laughs> to hate it. it. I'm being <laughs> straight with you. Well, so no, I, don't right. hate, I will take it. I'm just, you know, right. For the I have. So like I did the same thing, like some of the ones and I was like, eh, I'm not going to love pitching you guys. I put it at the bottom for like personal plays that I might take yeah. later on. But all right, let's so hear your next, next one. My next one is Ole Miss minus 18 and a half at home against Georgia Tech at 630 on Saturday. You got some real funky line movement here. I was looking at it because um, Ole Miss opened up as a 21 point favorite. Um, but they've gone all the way down to 18 and a half, despite having 78% of the money on them. So I don't know if like Vegas, because like a lot of like the public is on Georgia tech. So I don't know if people are trying to pursue Vegas, trying to persuade people to bet Georgia tech by lowering that line and baiting them into it. Ole Miss is two and all gets a spread this year. Um, they covered a 35 point spread in their first game and they, they covered a 13 point spread against a good two lane team on the road. So they, they fucking demolished them. They just won that's, what I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. So and Georgia Tech sucks. Uh so that's why I threw it on here. Just for like the, the line movement seems weird. So which side like do you have? I have Ole Miss minus 18 and a half. But if they're if they're putting it down, they want you to take Ole Miss. Yeah. I could see it both ways though, because because a lot of the public bets are on Georgia Tech though. Oh, you said the public's on George. Well, that that makes sense then why it's moving that way. Hmm. The money is on Ole Miss. The bets amount of bets are on Georgia Tech. Uh, so the sharps are on Ole Miss. Sharps are on Ole but Miss, but it's going yeah. down. But they're moving their line down for some reason. Minus eighteen and a half. Interesting. I could be persuaded into taking that. Yeah, let's see. It's at home too. If it, if it was in Atlanta, I might think twice oh, it's about at home? it. But yeah, it's okay. it's it's in Oxford. Yeah. Okay. If, uh, okay. If it's something we're hesitant on, I have a pick later that I was tempted to just throw into a teaser. It might be something that we yeah. tease again. Could, it could week. be a teaser could pick. That I like yeah. that. I like, I like, that that I like doing teaser each week. All right. Um, I'll go into my next pick, and it is Saturday at 6 p.m. It is North Texas at Louisiana Tech. Uh, North Texas is so bad. We took them week one at home against Cal, and they got blown the fuck out of the water. And then they turn around week two and lose to FIU, let up 46 points in the process of doing so as a 10 and a half point favorite, mind you, um, <clears throat> they have the second worst defense. They have the second worst defense in college football, let up 104 points in just two games. Um, Louisiana tech doesn't necessarily have a knock your socks offense, uh, knock your socks off offense, but they acquired Hank Bachmeyer from Boise state uh, heading into this season who, wasn't too bad there. So I think a couple tune-up games got to get under his feet, got to get the offense in tune with like real game time. I can see him finding his stride at home against one of the worst defenses in all of college football. I like Louisiana Tech minus five. I actually looked at this game. For, for what it's worth, yeah, I looked at it too. Yep, and I, and I liked it as well. So 
Yeah, I, didn't I just didn't know enough it. about both teams. Yeah, neither did I. I, I looked at their their offensive defensive rankings. Um, what stood out to me is Louisiana Tech is the twelfth best team in the country against against the the pass um, on defense, and that is North Texas's strength on offense. Well, Stone Earl is absolute dog shit though at throwing picks. What are you He's talking about? Not Stone Earl. No North Texas quarterback. He's just not okay. smart with the ball. So if they're good against the pass, that's not very good. No. Not very good for him. Well, yeah, so I'm saying, yeah, exactly. But that, yeah, that's North Texas' strength. Like outside of that, they can't move the ball at all. Uh, they're 80th in rushing yards. Um, granted, Louisiana Tech isn't good against the ground game, but um, yeah, I can. All you gotta do is good. all you gotta do is cover Jay Macklin, and you got the game one. That's crazy to say out loud. <laughs> um, we're having a tough time picking narrow down the college card, but I. I, I would put a pin in that. I like it. We can we can circle back. All right, Sweet. Ethan. Um, game number three for me is Saturday at 2.30. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this game because this is one of the favorite picks I had this week. It's Eastern Carolina at App State. App State is minus nine and a half. ECU is a garbage football team. Um, App State just narrowly lost in overtime to UNC. And a I bet on App State last UNC week. Team. Um, I'm taking App State minus nine and a half all day. Um, they're at home. ECU got blown out against Michigan, and then they lost last week um, to, to Marshall. fucking Marshall. At um, home. At home, mind you. Um, to me, I just, I just think that App State could win this game by a lot more than double digits, which is what they need to win by to cover this spread. So. Literally, ECU's offensive ranks in pretty much every category is lower than 75. So, yeah, uh, yeah, they can't move the ball for shit. So, they I like off. that. Um, I'm throwing all of our picks down. We'll Again, we'll come back to units and everything and how we dice it up later, but I do like it. Um, Jarrett. Yeah, my next one is a 7 o'clock game on Saturday, Hawaii at Oregon. Not taking anything in the spread because the spread's stupid. It's like 39.5 in favor of Oregon. I actually like the under of 69 here. Um, uh, Hawaii overs are 2-1 this year. That's my. That's one of my personal plays. Under 69? Uh-huh. Very nice. Um, and the same thing here, Travis. Like, I don't know if you look at the line movement. It doesn't really make a ton of sense because it opened up at 66.5. The only – the only problem I have with this, sorry to interrupt you, is that it might be 85 to nothing. It, it could be, but Oregon <laughs> Oregon beat some I'm terrible school 81 to 7, and I, I think Hawaii is a little bit better than that. You know what I'm saying? So they almost lost to Albany there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, they ended up covering, but they were tied at halftime. But no, I hear you. I mean, I think they did catch a lot of flack for running up the score against whoever they played week one. Yeah. So I think their coach might be like, okay, we get up 60 to nothing. We might even take it easy. Yeah. And the same it honestly might, it might be like 20 points in the first, you know, 20 minutes. It could be, and it's going to be a little nerve wracking. I would not take the first half under. Um, if anything, if, if we take this under and I'm watching this game live and I'm like kind of sweating it, and it goes in like halftime being like 45 points, I'll probably double down and take the second half under. Second half under, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I like this pick I a like lot. it, though. Yeah. I think I think they held, hold Hawaii to less than, less than two touchdowns, in my opinion. I like that. Uh, I like that number, too. It's nice. It's nice mm-hmm. even. 69. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my next pick is Bowling Green at Michigan. Tom, Tom before we go on, like people are probably listening, it's like, what the fuck are these dudes looking at? Like, none of these are like. <laughs> I look at ev- almost every game. Like, I'll scroll past some dog, like, good, good team against dog shit university. But some of them, the numbers catch my eye, and then I look into it, and I'm like, okay. But I hear you. They're probably like, I'm not watching Bowling Green at Michigan. Yeah. But you might. Bowling Green at Michigan. Michigan's minus 40 and a half. This is Saturday at 630. There's no doubt Michigan has a really good defense, but they've been struggling to put teams away. They've won by 28 and by 27. One of them against ECU. Um, and then the other one was just this past weekend. Can't think of it off the top of my head because I don't have it pulled it's up. UNL, UNLV. That's who they played? Mm-hmm. UNLV. They okay. won 35-7. They're 30, so they're only <clears> two gets a spread. I don't think Bowling Green's going to put up like much of a fight, but they're going to be able to put some points on the board. They have former Missouri quarterback Connor Baslick leading the helm. Um, so, through three picks against Liberty week one. He was six hey. for 15 for 50 yards. But he has D1 experience. He can be okay. Uh, they also have a running back that averages 6.2 yards per carry. I think yeah. they're good for – Double digit points, like they're not going to. I think, get, I th- cut out I think this is less about Bowling Green being able to score and more about Michigan having the type of offense that just grinds the clock out in this running clock. That's scenario. the thing, right? And my next sentence was going to be, How do you expect Michigan to win by 40 points when they haven't even won by 30 points yet? Well, on that yeah, dog I mean, shit Eastern Carolina team, they only beat 30 to three, and also fuck them because they ruined my entire teaser that week. That's what I'm saying. And even if we want to be safe. <laughs> And I don't know if they'll let us, but you could throw bowling because it wouldn't let us the first week. You yeah. throw bowling green in the teaser. But no, I like them, I, I like I, them I, at I 40 want, and a half. I've wanted to bet on Michigan straight up against Michigan mm-hmm. on the spread strat the last two weeks. I, my pussy ass hasn't done it. So I like this pick a lot. 40 is a lot. It's um, a lot of points regardless. I think I think bowling green's a better team than ECU. Um, and maybe even better team than UNLV. I'm going to look at UNLV's like stats right now and UNLV, they played Bryant week one, um, which isn't any indicator of anything. So, yeah, I, I, I think this is definitely going to be added. I don't know how I glanced past this because I've wanted to bet against Michigan's large spreads after I wanted to bet on them week one. So, yeah. Sweet. I mean, and Bowling Green's put up numbers their first two weeks. They put up 24 and then they put up 38. So, even if even if Michigan puts up fifty, I think they'll be able to put up ten. So yeah, for sure. All right, Ethan, is that you? Don't have any more? No, I have one more. This is my last one, um, and this is the one that we could throw one of these legs in a teaser if we want to. Um, but I actually have an in-game teaser as my last pick because I really like both sides of this, but I just like teasing them both together for even more. Um, it's six p.m. on Saturday. It is San Jose State University at Toledo. Um, the actual spread was Toledo minus seven and SJSU Toledo um, was over under 58. So what I looked at is um, San Jose state has played two really good teams um, in USC and then Oregon state lost both of those games and then went out and absolutely demolished a Cal poly team, put up 59 points. Toledo played Illinois who we're finding out is not so great, but still played them very close um, as a power five school put up 28 points, and then turned around and won 71-3 to um, their next week. I think both of these teams 
playing more to their level of competition, which would be each other, um, have dynamic offenses that can put up a lot of points in a game. But I also still think Toledo is the better team. They have a top 25 offense and a top 50 defense right now. Granted, it could be skewed um, by the fact that they only allowed three points week two. Um, San Jose State has a top 25 offense, but not a top 50 defense. Um, so I liked teasing Toledo at minus one and the over of 52 for plus 104. Um, I just think that Toledo could put up 30, 35 points. San Jose State could put up 20, 25 points. Well, to oh, be fair, like, the, over, the overs in these games are five and zero. Oh, so, yeah, take take. I like <sighs> overs. I was gonna say, I just like, I just like if we do a teaser because I don't want to do a, just a single teaser and then a full weekend teaser. We take one of the other. We take well, that's what I mean. money line or over fifty one, and that's that's what I was getting at earlier when we mentioned that other game and putting it in a teaser is. I would take one of these legs, and to me, I would take the over. Um, I would too. And put it in a teaser with, um, whatever that game was too. earlier, and I cannot remember. Um, it was Ole Miss. Mine's the Ole Miss game. Yep. Yep. I like how um, I'm looking at all these unders, and Ethan's just like over, over, over yeah, every time. No, but, but he's these he's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll like trust even, you. If, if one, if this over doesn't hit. If we put this in a teaser and the over itself, the regular number doesn't hit, I'm not taking another one of your overs the rest of the year. Because hey, Mizzou's over didn't under- hit. UNC's over didn't hit. This is the last I one took, you get. I took Colorado's under last week, and we didn't even want to fucking bet it, and it hit too. So, Because <laughs> unders are great this year. You want to bet unders this year. Yeah, I'm just saying. Not overs. No, nobody wanted it. Nobody saying. liked it. This is it. And this is the so third is the week that, that you take. <laughs> the third week you're putting an over in. If the regular number of the over doesn't hit, no more overs for you. You're cut off on overs. I I will go out on a limb right now and say that this Toledo San Jose State game will have more than 70 combined points in it. I'm gonna put that on record. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Stop time out. And if and no, no, I'm I'm telling punishment. you time out. If it doesn't hit, punishment. I will take a punishment. And I will not bet an over for at least the next two weeks. No, you're you're not gonna bet an over. You're not gonna let me not bet an over year. for the rest of the year. That's insane. But for the because the books will adjust. If you go over, exactly. you go over exactly. three, if you go over three. You don't deserve to bet. That's your punishment. Isn't going to be to not taking over. Hey, your punishment is going to be who who your, won the jersey last year. Your punishment is going to be <laughs> a punishment. I had to do a punishment last year. It's not going to be. Oh, I can't take this. That's not even a punishment. I said punishment and. I won't take over. For oh, okay. Yeah. I say five. Please. So there you go. Punishment. What, now we got to figure out a punishment. Final, final scores we'll 49 to 42. Calling it right now. We'll figure it out <laughs> later. We'll come back on next week and have it figured out. It's hard on the spot. Uh, All right. There we'll we go. I like the over though. We'll put that in the teaser. Beer right. mile. I think that's got to be what I was supposed to do beer mile and I never have done it yet. So I still need to. So I feel like it's unfair for me to do. No, you bet on the beer. You bet on the beer mile and you won. Your punishment oh, yeah, was right. the beer mile, and you didn't lose. That's right. That's right. You're yeah. right. Good call. Good call. So, so beer mile. Um, beer mile. Um, beer mile. Um, blazing wings any, tomorrow night. <laughs> any, blazing any, wings. Okay. Um, Jared, my last got, one. I got one. Yeah. 
It's Wyoming at Texas, Saturday at 7 o'clock. Um, 29 point spread. I like Wyoming plus 29. I think we have a Texas hangover coming in. They won a huge game in Tuscaloosa last weekend. Um, is it at Wyoming? And, no, it is in it is in Austin. Um, but I think it's a giant hangover game for them. Wyoming just um, doesn't play well away from home. Yeah, but UT is only spread at home this year. And that was a 35 and a half point spread against Rice. And I think this Rice team is a lot worse than the Wyoming team. I know Rice just beat uh, Houston last weekend. I'm not particularly high on U- on Houston either. I don't know why I want to say Houston for some reason. Uh, but I am. <laughs> Wyoming plus 29. That's a fucking four touchdown and then a little bit of cushion. Um, One thing I did want to ask, because I think this is important too. Who do they play next week? Who does Texas play? next week are they going to overlook wyoming or are they playing we're going to end up with a six leg teaser is what we're going to end up with although they lost to kansas so maybe i shouldn't say that yeah we spent quite a bit of time on the college state just now but it's always they play baylor next week uh, at in waco uh, yeah, you're not looking over <laughs> they, they might baylor. overlook baylor next week i almost be willing to bet baylor next week they have a cushion. They have a cushion schedule. They play Baylor, then KU. That's the fucking Big Twelve for you. And then yeah, Oklahoma, sucks, then Houston, yeah. then BYU. Jesus, this is atrocious. They're, they they might go undefeated. They're gonna win. they're gonna go to the college football playoff this year. They're gonna go this year's of the year after yep. beating Alabama. I'm not gonna take that. I'm not gonna discredit that win. Good win against Alabama. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But now, now they're coasting. So Texas won't be back um, until they're actually back, and they're not back. Yeah. Exactly. Um, someone's fucking alienating out. <laughs> I think yeah. they figured out who that was. So it's the washer and dryer in the basement. Okay. Um, my last pick is UTEP at Arizona. This is the 10 p.m. game. Yep. <clears throat> We've got ourselves a late night sweat. The best of the best. You always got to do the late night sweat, regardless of if we play it. I'm going to bet it because I love 10 p.m. games. The hangover's rolling in. You're you're drinking your last few beers, and you got to sweat something out. Um, Arizona almost squeaked out a win last week against Mississippi State and losing in overtime. But the one thing that stood out to me was that they, they were able to stop them quite a bit. Um, they went to OT. We had the under. The under hit. This under still would have hit in OT. All four of the games this season would hit this under. They've all been in the low 40s, except for that overtime game last week. But the over-under is 56 and a half. And I'm taking the under. 57 and a half right now. Even better. I don't know why. Take it. It's it's Love it's it. got that it's got that reverse line movement shit, Travis. So I like it too. I don't know who's yeah. taking the over on this. I don't know either. It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's figure out what we got here. We've got a lot. I think we only kicked out one for sure so far. And, and that was me kicking um, my own fucking pick out. Just put that out there. Yeah. So, all right. For so I got I got for sure includers. That okay. I, I'd say if two of us take it, we got to throw two units on those picks. It's Liberty minus three and a half and K State minus five. Yep. Two units. So those are our, those are our oh, two and, unit picks. And also. K State was minus four and a half today. So on DraftKings and FanDuel. We'll say five. I'll take the push because I don't think it's going to get lower than five and a half or five, and you're going to have to buy it. 
I think they win by 21, so it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. So if, if four and a half hits, I think five is going to hit. Um, so we're just going to say five just for the sake of not having to buy it down. And people be like, Oh, we mean you both had Hawaii and Oregon under. I had that as a personal play in the under. Um, we don't have to that that should that, that could be a unit play, it doesn't have to be a okay. That's unit play. I didn't have it, but I like the pick. So I, yes. Um, and then we got we you like so you got someone loved the UT the Tennessee Florida under. I don't know who that was. I liked um, it. Ethan's putting up a finger like he like. I, I didn't know he, if that was that Jared or not on your screen, but that was Ethan's pick. Me. But I, I liked it. I liked it. That was my pick. pick. Yeah. Oh, it was your pick. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I liked I, Ethan's Iowa State under, or Iowa State minus three. Sorry, yeah, minus uh, three. three unit. Um, so that's so three right there, we've right got seven. Yeah, we're at seven. Um, we Let's should do, do two more units. In the, go ahead. I was gonna say two more units and then a teaser, or we could increase one of these to a unit and a half, or two of them to a unit and a half. Pick out a couple and do the rest with a teaser. So I, I have an idea with a teaser that you guys don't have to take, but if we tease those two that we talked about, Ole Miss and the over in the Toledo game, and then just add the App State game because they're going to dominate ECU. Like there's no I way. Think, no, put it at minus three. So I think Ole Miss, App State, <clears throat> Toledo. Okay. We can do five leg Wyoming and the under. Of UTEP Arizona in the teaser. Yeah. What like time that. is that almost game? I'm trying to put up the odds right now. To uh 630. All right, and then Wyoming. Uh 7 yep. p.m. And that was the spread, correct? Yeah, plus yeah. 29. And then 10 p.m. UTEP Arizona under. Under. All right. Let's see if it lets me do all five because we know how FanDuel is. It will not. It will only let me do two. I don't understand. That's whack. Here, I'll pull it up. Let's let's figure. So we only got seven units out. Let's figure out the other the other singular plays right now. I'll pull it up. Um, So if we were to if we were to try to lump those in a teaser, the only other two we have left are Bowling Green plus forty and a half, uh, and Louisiana Tech minus four and a half. I like Bowling Green more than I like Louisiana Tech. Yeah. I don't see Michigan beating somebody by 40 points. But I like only a unit on that because we know some fuck shit can happen uh, in those Michigan games, just depending on. uh, All right, so then there it is. So So we'll cut out the Louisiana Tech then all all together. All right, what was what was the teaser again? No, we wanted to do. What, what's, Ole Miss, what, what's the first game? Chronological order. Uh, I don't know because I didn't have it. App State, maybe. Times App State, Ethan. Okay, I'll just do this. Never mind. Fuck it. I got it. Um. Yeah, it's at two thirty. By the way, though. Eight and a half. Was it? What's the next one? Ole Miss. Mississippi. It's great. Okay. And then the Toledo over. 
Toledo over. Okay, next. Wyoming spread. Wyoming. Okay, and then last but not least. The Utah Arizona. Arizona under seven points. Yeah, I like the seven. Because that takes that that takes that takes Wyoming to over us over a five touchdown. That is seven points teaser plus three fifty. Nice. Ooh, baby. I like that. Will you read that off to me? When, oh, so read it off. Ole Miss. Ole what? Miss minus ten and a half. App State minus one and a half. Wyoming plus 36 and a half. San Jose State, Toledo over 51. UTEP, Arizona under 64. And that was plus 350. Seven pointer plus 350. I like that. Do a unit. Uh, just do a unit on that one, though. That's a fucking three and a half unit. Or... Yep. So where, yeah, where are we at? That put so we're at yeah, because we're, so we're at four, five, six, seven, eight units in total. Um eight. Okay, yeah. Do we have any yeah. three unit picks? We do not. Three units do are, have, are, are, are three Wiseman picks. Do you have you know I know. Do you have two units on the Tennessee game? I have I don't want to do two units on that game. You don't we could unless you guys want to. I, no, I was going to tell you to do three. I I like that. Ooh, no, 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 not, no, not three, not three. Well, I'll do two. We all liked it, so that's crazy. You know what was our rule week one? I'm just saying. That's if, it's, it's if we all have it in our card <laughs> that we got to do the yeah. wise. Okay, it's okay. If we all have it in the card. That's so as, with that, if we do two units on that, like you all agree, so we have two on Liberty, two on K State, two on the Florida under. So that's six. One on Iowa State. One on the Oregon Hawaii under, one on Bowling Green, one on the teaser. And that's, so there's one that's more. ten. There you go. That's, that's ten. ten. Okay, there we go. Sweet. There's the college card. Rip, rip it off. There it is. Travis. Liberty minus three and a half for two. K State minus five for two. UT Florida under fifty eight and a half for two. Iowa State minus three for one. Oregon Hawaii under sixty nine. Nice for one. Bowling Green plus 40 and a half for one seven point teaser. Ole Miss minus 10 and a half. App State minus one and a half. Wyoming plus 36 and a half. San Jose State over 51. UTEP Arizona under 64 plus 350 for one unit. Let's get it. go, baby. Another another undefeated college weekend. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking run it back. Run it up, Turbo. All right, what's rolling it? We're going to take a timeout at 51. Are you Tony Stank? All right. <clears throat> so before we roll into our NFL picks, we want to talk. We wanted to briefly mention some of the, or one of the biggest stories surrounding NFL. And that is the Aaron Rodgers situation. Sign, signed to the Jets. You know, none of us thought that they were real Super Bowl contenders, but people thought they did. Tears his Achilles week one. Thoughts. Comments, open floor. Uh, I'll let Ethan go first because he's a. Former I don't. I will. Runner. I will preface this before I forget it out of my mind. It is not funny in the sense that somebody got hurt, but I, I think it's funny in the overall. 
scope it's, of it's, like it's, what it's, everyone it's funny, was thinking. It's funny the fact that Jets fans like before he even took a snap, they were saying Super Bowl contenders, Super Bowl or bust. Like, and then he plays four well, snaps busted. and he gets hurt. Yeah. So, so here's here's the way I like to look at it, and I've looked at it the last couple of days. I love Aaron Rodgers. Always have. Can't really not hate or can't really hate the guy. He brought a Super Bowl to me um, when I really first started becoming a Packers fan early two th- or mid 2000s I should say when I really started following football literally like four years afterwards brought us a Super Bowl it's awesome I love the guy forever even after he left um so I hate to see it for him I really hope this isn't it for him I know that and I'll preface this in a second too because I also have some thoughts about his return not return what might happen um but for me hate it for the guy I think it's hilarious for Jets fans That's not for him to get hate- hurt but because like Fuck that franchise and fuck your hopes and dreams. I would have gone. I would have rooted for him for probably sixty to seventy percent of the teams he would have went to, but yeah. he went to the Jets, one of me and yeah. Jared's, you know, division rivals, a uh, team that I just have never even really I liked like outside Jets, of before. Yeah. I, before I liked the Dolphins, I'm like the Jets. Eh, I don't want them to win, so I think it's funny. Yeah, Jared. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's my thing too. Like I, I, I used to like Aaron Rodgers, and then he kind of got to like this, like. I don't know. Like when he started going to Pat McAfee, kind of like this guy's kind of a douchebag. He's kind of a douche. Well, he's mean, from he's, California. You, you, you got to expect it. Yeah, extent. he's just kind of a douchebag. I, I told Travis this. The division in this season would have been a hell of a lot more fun if the Dolphins had to play Aaron Rodgers twice than playing Zach Wilson twice. Because I think we fucking punk them both times. Easy money. Like that. Whereas, whereas, whereas I was like, you know the the Dolphins might go one on one, zero and two against against the Jets because you know I was giving us the game in South Florida. But overall, I think it, it's tough to see. I mean, ugh, I watched it in slow motion, and you can literally see his like calf gyrate. It's, it was nasty, yeah, oh. yeah. And uh, it sucked to watch. Um, it's a tough injury to come back at his age. I, I unfortunately think that's this is this is it for so, him. So I'll give two more points, and then I'll let. Travis talks. So I don't hopefully take any of his points. Um, the first one was just that um, as far as the whole coming back thing, um, I do think he'll return. I think it's going to be a lot like Alex Smith's return. It's not going to be a good one. He should it's going to come it. back. It's going to be a fucking Adam Wainwright fucking end of his career is what it's going to be. Yeah. But I, but, but what I think that I think it's, I want to see him come back because I don't want this to be the end for him. That like, that would suck if you're a player and you tear your Achilles when like you you want to prove something outside of the system that you've been in for the last 17 years. And and that's the other thing, too, is like it sucks that we're not going to be able to see what would have happened, regardless of what would have happened. Even if he would have sucked his first four or five games, I just wanted to see what was going to happen. And now we'll never know. But I don't yeah. want him to be like you were three plays into your career with the Jets. You tear your ACL and then or tear your Achilles and you're never going to play again. But I do think that he'll come back. He'll, it'll be a lot like Alex Smith. He'll play a few games where he's got decent stats, and then the rest of them are just going to not be very good, and then he'll retire. As a Dolphins fan, I'll gladly welcome him back to the Jets, 40 years old, coming off <laughs> torn Achilles. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. The water's fine. Well, And I think that's what's going to happen. But I think that you know he'll get like eight games into the season. He'll have an average of maybe like 200 yards a game, maybe a touchdown or two, a few picks here and there, several sacks. Not mobile. What Jets I wanted, they did. They did some okay. goofy ass shit with his contract, bro. Holy fucking shit! 
what I wanted to say was, um, you know, the game's over. They win the game. And the first thing that's all over Twitter is, who can the Jets sign? What's a veteran quarterback they can go get? Now, I've all, I, mean, I love Zach Wilson, even though, like, I loved him at BYU. You guys know that. Everyone knows that who listens. Um, I'm not saying he's a savior. He's a first-round pick. He wasn't. He didn't really come into the best situation. Did he necessarily win that game on Monday night? No, but he didn't lose it. So no. why are you looking to replace him? He was five to two to start the year last year. Everyone was automatically looking to replace him. I'm just like, let the man try to at least do something. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he didn't. He that defense is good enough to where you could have like a Joe Flacco esque type season. Like, could the Jets still make a run and make the playoffs? Sure. I don't think it's going to happen. Because I think of the teams you have to play. Now, granted, they'd beat the Bills. Uh, but the teams you have to play. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' contract, by the way. I just looked it up on Spot Track. Yep. They deferred almost 100% of his salary to his final year when he's 42 in 2025. The Jets did. So they're paying him 1.8 base this year. The $7 million signing bonus. Next year, it's $3.1 million base with a $7 million signing bonus. 2025, $37.5 million base salary with a $7 million signing bonus. Yeah. So one of two things. How much of that is guaranteed? It's not 100%. Uh, $75 million of his $112 million. So most of it. Two, yeah. they're probably – I mean – Granted, I know that's a huge jump, but I'm imagining they're banking on salary cap because every year it goes up. By yeah, 2025, yeah. it it being a less of a hit. his his, his cap hit in 2025 is 51 million dollars. Um, they're gonna so be they're in win they're now. Gonna, they're win now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that was their whole plan was we got Rogers now, we got the Wah. team that we want. Um, uh, one other one other aspect of this that has an impact on the NFL is now the Packers are locked into a second round pick next year because yep, the stipulations was 65% of the game. So, um, so snaps. Yeah. He's got yep, to play. Again, first round snaps. Pick. So now um, from the first to second, but the, the, uh, the, the mindset of going to win now mode though, against Josh Allen and then Tua coming off the year that he had before he got hurt. Not necessarily smart in the Jets front office from the original standpoint, anyway. Yeah, that, I mean, and they deferred some of the signing and option bonuses to even after his contract's up. So, I mean, it's just like Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, I mean, it's just they did everything they could to make a super team right now, and it blew up in their face. It couldn't happen. It, could, it couldn't happen to a worse franchise. That's a good, like, that's a good uh, learning point, though, for teams moving forward. Yeah, I mean, every thirty-nine-year-old quarterback, all yeah, that money, hundred and twelve million. So I'm saying though, every team does that for young people, but don't do that for yeah. an old man who's coming like, off. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, to your point, like the, the Dolphins did it with Tyreek Hill, but Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. He's Tyreek Hill still in his prime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah. moral of the story: I hate it for Rodgers, love it for Jets fans. Um, well, I think we're all in agreement. Yep. Yeah. All I think so agrees. too. We'll see what happens next year. Cool. Well, all right. With that being said, let's roll into our 10 units of NFL picks. Uh, Ethan, we'll keep the train rolling uh, with you. Kick it off. Sweet. I actually so, have a Thursday um, night pick if no one does, actually. I don't. So if you want to start right, so it off, sure, we'll kick it off. 
I like Vikings plus six and a half on Thursday night against Philly. Puke in my mouth. I know Philly didn't look. I'm gonna I'm gonna interject before you go on your <laughs> stat rampage. I don't like Philly again. It's the same thing that we talked about. I think like either a week or two ago. I don't like Philly minus six, but I also don't like the Vikings plus six. Yeah, and it's just the case of where the money's lying right now. I mean, a lot of the public uh, bets are on the Eagles. I think they're everyone's expecting a big bounce back game, even though they didn't lose. They didn't particularly play well against the Patriots last week. Sixty-eight percent of the money's on the Eagles, but fifty-five percent of the money's on the Vikings. Not a huge discrepancy there. Um, Wait, also, you said money on both? Sorry, sixty-five percent of. The bets are on the Eagles. 55% of the money is on the Vikings. Um, so more of the money is on the Vikings. More of the public or squares are on the Eagles. Um, here's, here's, here's my thing. The Eagles let up 315 passing yards and three touchdowns to fucking Mac Jones and the Patriots. What is going to happen whenever Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, all those guys get a hold of them? I think this, the Eagles. I think the Vikings can keep this a lot closer. I mean, I mean, fucking the Patriots cover this spread. I think the Vikings are a better team than the Patriots, in my opinion. I think that I think they they underestimated the Bucks last weekend, and that's what happened. There. So, if this were a home game for them, I would like it a lot. I mean, obviously, I don't think this it would, it would be six, six. And a half, yeah. I get that, um, but just being on the road in that fucking super volatile environment that is Philly, the scum of Philly. It is a tough place to play. Um, this could be one that if we if we're looking for a teaser in the NFL, I might I might I like Maybe. to entertain that. But um it's also not 12 p.m. on a Sunday. It is primetime Kirk Cousins. And history Ooh. has shown that primetime <laughs> Kirk forgot. Cousins is right. god and the only other thing is that I just—I didn't even I, think know, about that. You guys have heard me since we did our preseason predictions. I hate the Vikings this year. They proved me right last week. Hate I know the Vikings they have a very talented. <laughs> I well, I hate them every year, but I hate them more I hate this them year. Too. I hate them and to be year. fair, last year they were thirteen and four, but didn't win a goddamn game by more than like four points. So. I see yeah, both. I do that. see both sides though. I see the Ethan side and the primetime Kirk Cousins, and then also what I said in Philly on Thursday night. But I also see – I know the Vikings didn't blow people out last year, but they were good. I see the bounce back side and the losing to the Bucks. Uh, they starting good, the season 0-2 is tough. They had a negative point differential. They, <laughs> hey, they, they won the division. I so. know. I can't, I can't say that much, but I just – the only reason it scares me is because the Eagles defending NFC champions I would rather, the Vikings – but I would now we're going way other side. I would almost rather tease the Eagles down to a win than the Vikings right. plus 14. <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll see. Hey, we can uh, come some back of our it. picks, I, we could all hate every each other's picks. Yeah. All right. All right. Now Ethan, you're up or go next. I should say um, the next one or all of my games are at noon on Sunday, actually. So I'll just roll into the first one that I have and it's chargers at Titans. Um, it is a road game, but we did just see what the Chargers did with the Dolphins and keeping up with them, how good their offense is. I don't care that the Titans kept it close with the Saints. Derek Carr didn't look that great. Um, I give me the Chargers minus three on the road all day. Um, that seems like a line that I thought would be more like five and a half, and it's not even – maybe it's because it's a road game. Um, I just think that 
the Chargers are the better team than the Titans here. I I hear you, but here's my thing with that: the Chargers secondary looked fucking awful. Like the oh, Dolphins, but the good thing about the game is that they're not going to be throwing a lot. Yeah, that's the thing about the Titans. Is because uh, I thought the same thing. D Hop D Hop had 13 targets last week. Yeah, well, it's, you still got to account. Like you still got to counter the fact that Ryan Tannehill is throwing to him. Um, sure. Every time I look, because when I I was thinking the same thing, Jared. I'm like, ah, I can't bet on the Chargers after that showing last week. The the Chargers start no one two is bad for them. That's gonna be tough to come back from. Yeah. I think it's then, each time I look at that game. The Dolphins won by two last week. That's what I'm saying. The three is what scares me. It's not the Chargers winning. It's the Chargers always play close games. Always. They do. Their defense well, has been bad for a number of years. Let's yeah. just find out what the money line is. Is it worth taking? We're going to find out. I, I like them in a money line parlay. If I'm then you go I, money line parlay, and then we add in a couple other teams. That's what, I already have a couple teams I like in a money line parlay. That's what I'm saying. Minus 150. So, I like that's them. It's not even horrible part. straight up. I'm not going to no. take it straight up on the podcast, but that's not horrible straight up if you want to just not. Take it but it's also okay. it's also good juice for a parlay, though. I like that. Even just like a two team parlay wouldn't be that bad. So, I have like a four or fiver that I want to cook up. But. <laughs> well, that's, okay. that gets a little scarier, but yeah. It does yeah. get a little scary. But hey, cooked, I know. cooked up one last week and I lost my one leg. So, all right. Um, I'll go on to my first pick, and it is also Sunday at noon. It is the Packers at Falcons. Um, Packers one-point favorites on the road. This is not an overreaction. The, the Packers looked phenomenal last week. I know they were playing the Bears. They beat them easily. They held Justin Fields. I know people were overhyped on him maybe a little bit. He's not a great passing quarterback, but they still limited him rushing. The Falcons, on the other hand, while they did end up beating the Panthers like rather soundly, 24 to 10, most of that game was fairly close. It was never a beating, and I was not impressed by the Falcons one bit. Um, they used Tyler Algier a lot, which I was a little bit surprised about, even though I'm a big Tyler Algier backer. Um, Desmond Ritter, 15 of 18, so very high completion percentage. Very low on the yardage, 115 yards, only had one touchdown, didn't really take many risks downfield. I think the Packers are going to play up on the ball. They're going to stop them. They're going to force three and outs really fast. Packers minus one, money line, whatever you want to take, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll let you talk, Jared. I don't like it. I, I don't have it as a pick. You think the Falcons like the are going to start 2-0? and that division that we we I mean you talked today, Travis. That, that division in the South's wide open. Any any of those the Packers, the Falcons suck. I think the Packers went in and and won a big Week One game. It's a big letdown spot from going on the road to Atlanta, to a team that I think you 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 just said Desmond was fifteen of eighteen. He was efficient, but he didn't need to. He didn't need to win the game. I don't know how the Packers fared against the run last week. I didn't watch a ton of that game because the Dolphins game was all at the same time. But Ethan was going to were, were they were they good against the run? I, so I watched the entire game and I love this pick. Um, I it was the first thing that I took this week. Here's the biggest reason why for me. Um, they were pretty damn good against the run. They only allowed 122 rushing yards all game, and a lot of that came in garbage second half time play. 
with Roshan Doesn't Johnson. Fields had half um, Justin Fields had 60 rushing yards. And this is why I like this game because I feel like the Falcons offensively are built similar minus the mobile quarterback, but with a heavier rushing offense than a passing offense. Justin Fields looked lost last week. I think they're going to do a lot of the same to Desmond Ritter. And if they can contain that rush of Bijan, Tyler Algier, just like they did with Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert, um, well, they're going to be able to contain the passing game as well because the the Packers secondary this year is very solid, at least on paper and after week one. So a big thing in my pick of this is they don't attack the field. They don't attack downfield. So if you're, if you're having to account less of downfield passes, then you're like, okay, then we're going to have to maybe contribute to more of quarterback runs. Desmond Ritter doesn't run. He had one carry for minus one yards last week. He does. He's not a runner. So they're not going to have to worry about him screaming out of the pocket. You got to worry about containing the wide receivers and just not letting the running backs get out of hand. All right. So like, I hear you, Jarrett, because I mean, I went into this season telling you that the Packers were going to win six games. And now after this week, I'm like, they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, obviously not. I'm just saying that they are much better than I thought they were going to be week one. Um, I think Jordan hey, Love. Is this one of your picks? So this one of your picks, Ethan? Yes. I bet. I, I bet on, I bet on Packers money line last week. I was all over it. You know, I, I didn't believe in the Bears once. I think it's just a bigger, a bit of a letdown spot. So I'm going to say. That's what I said about do, Colorado. And we, we took it. And we yeah. really, if, if if we put it in <laughs> there, road. I don't feel comfortable putting more than a unit on it. I'll write that's, it with you guys fine. for the unit. That's fine. That's we can it. write it for a unit. That's fine. But I, I do right. really like this. But I like putting just, it in there. And All if right. Christian Watson comes back too, like I like it even more. Okay. All right. Ethan, All right. you're up. Well, God damn it. That was my pick. Um, I can also, also <laughs> interject. Also, I want to fuck the Falcons because Drake London got me 0. 0.0 points in fantasy. Yeah, that that that's crazy. Him and no, fucking of Dallas Higgins Goddard. both. And Dallas you know what's even better though? Drake London got me zero point zero points, and I still beat Jarrett in fantasy. <laughs> um, I know he's listening, even though he walked yeah, away. He <laughs> um, I'll go to my next one then. Um, this one I liked a lot too. I hope you guys are on this side of it. Um, it's another noon game at Seahawks at Lions. Lions are five and a half point favorites. I love that pick. Five and a half. Um, the Seahawks, I think we're they're, we're seeing right now, at least, and I get it's one game. Overreactions for week one, we've already had a couple of them. I'll throw another one out there. It's that the Seahawks are not going to be very good this year. I think Geno Smith had a great Unless they put Drew Lock in. Unless they put Drew Lock in. But I think Geno Smith is not going to be the same quarterback he was la- last year. There was a lot of hype. Everybody's all of a sudden like, oh, Geno Smith is this generational talent. He wasn't for the first 10 years of his career. So why is he all of a sudden now? That's why um, I freaking was low on the Seahawks in our divisional previews. I mean, Their defense showed that they couldn't compete either. We got an old Rams team. And I get Matthew Stafford is still Matthew Stafford. When he's healthy, he is a good quarterback. I'm not going to deny that. But they were missing their best offensive weapon. They didn't even know who the fuck they were going to start at running back. That's another bone to pick. Um, and they still won, what was it, like 30 to 13? Like just an absurd score or something like they that? They dominated so, them with fucking yeah. XFL wide receivers is what they did. Yeah. 2-2 Atwell and Puka Nakua won the night. <laughs> Puka Yeah, bitch. I've been, I've, been hearing nothing about the, I've been hearing nothing but good things about that Puka Nakua guy. Oh, oh for sure. So, for sure. I wasn't surprised but, by it. The Lions, if if the Rams are going to beat the Seahawks by again, touchdowns, I, I will counter Lions... you saying it's a giant letdown spot. Lions just run on the road, beat the defending Super Bowl champs in Kansas City, and now they're at home. I, I, 
I think the Ox have to travel and, across the country. I think home field advantage is vastly overplayed in the NFL. Unless you the have NFL, a true home, unless you have a true home field advantage, which I don't want to harp on to sound like a homer, Miami Dolphins. They're literally they're fucking a visitor sideline. Well, and that's only so that's only because of weather related. Yeah, purposes. sits in the sun. It's like 120, 120 degrees on the visitor sideline, and it's eighty five over on the over on the Dolphins. So, I think that's vastly overplayed being at home. The five and a half is weird to me. The Lions playing weird games all the time. I don't know. Like, and I don't see the Seahawks starting. Like, I, they're probably going to be zero and two. I just think they're going to play a lot tougher this week. It's a Pete Carroll coach team. You you took looking at coaching Pete like coaching pieces. I like Pete Carroll a lot more than I like Dan Campbell. That's all I got to say there. That's fine. If we don't want to take it, we don't have to take it. I'm just those were my points. I that's why I like. I mean, we're just having a conversation. Yeah, I know. I I like the Lions. I just don't. The big number does. I mean, it's not that big, but kind of in the NFL, that's a little bit of a bigger number compared to college. It does scare me a little bit. Um, if you're worried about the Seahawks letting up things, I like Amon Ra to have a big game. By the way, are we? Can we just get it out of the way now? Or are we? Are we making Tyreeks over in yards? Yeah, it's it's eighty three and a half again this week. Oh my god! I think I think we just got to play it every week. Like, yeah, until it doesn't until hit, it, yeah, we will play. That's an immediate eight, unit. So it's it's, it's eighty three and a half. Already looked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I looked earlier at like uh, one p.m. today, and the lines weren't out yet. So cool. Eighty three and a half is Tyreeks. So that's definitely on the card. Love it. Um, Easy enough. We'll circle back to the Lions. My, I have another play. I have a play at Sunday at noon. Bengals at Ravens. Oh, sorry. Bengals at home versus the Ravens. Bengals minus three and a half. I love the Bengals here. I think it's a bounce back game for them. They played atrocious and in some terrible fucking weather in Cleveland on Sunday. Um, but I mean, let's look at the Ravens. They did not look great against Houston. Like, yes, they struggled for a bit. It scared me. Yes. It was, it was, it was a bad game. Um, and for some they reason, they didn't have Mark Andrews though. Fair. Fair. I don't point. give a fuck. And they also just and they lost, lost J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. Forever. So, and they lost um, secondary piece for the year, I think, too. Or for Marcus a while. Peters. Was it Marcus Peters? I don't think it was Marcus Peters. It was someone else. It was a name that I know, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, Either way. Here you go. Here, here's all you need to know. Since he has won four of the last five games against uh, Baltimore, all of those games are by a touchdown or more. So. I don't. I don't see since he's starting going to. I like them. I have them in my pick and pull uh, that yep. I'm in. Um, three and a half numbers. Weird. Like it. Could be a game we circle back to do money line yeah. parlay. But yes, I, uh, I do like it. I just have to say one thing because I, I like it too. But I think it's funny right now, Jarrett. You are all about the reverse momentum with all of these games. It's either they were bad last week, so they're bouncing back, or they were really good last week. So here's a letdown. But that's <laughs> that's huge. That's that's it's so big in the NFL. In those first few weeks, yeah, like you yeah. see a lot, especially with the teams that are good that lost week yes. one. It's yeah. hard, like like your pick with the Chargers. It's hard for a team that's supposed to be a playoff team to lo- to start zero two. It's hard for a team with Jarrett supposed to be a playoff team start zero two with the Bengals. Yep. Um, but again, yeah. with oh, the I Lions, like it's like yeah. But I was just so, like, I thought it was funny that like it was like, <clears throat> oh, they were great last week. Now they're gonna be yeah. The difference is like it's like the, it's like the but yeah. But the Lions went do, went and won a game they should not have won. Everyone knows that. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All the other well, games, Darius Tony kind of didn't have hands that looked like this, and that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like we're, we're, we're 
like literally they had a pick six. Like we're talking about a few plays away from the Lions getting blown up by 11 points. And that's without Travis Kelsey and Kadarius Tony Suckham. Yeah. Fair. Okay. All right. Hey, let me chew this ice. Because I didn't know what into my pick. All right. Have you, have, have you guys had this yet? This Yingling Golden Pilsner? No. I have. I wish Suckham. I would. I think I would like it's it better gassed. on draft. It would be great on draft, but it's gas. I, I, I yes. highly recommend. I am drinking Knob Creek and Pepsi, so my morning's going to be great. I'm drinking Mountain um, the same. Yeah. All right. Uh, my pick, I'm going to roll into it. No chronological order, but this is just what I had next. It is Sunday Night Football. It is Miami Dolphins at the Patriots. Um, Easy money. I stayed, I stayed away, far away from the Dolphins week one. Defense looked awful. Still won the game. Offense looked great. They were able to go into L.A., which I know was not like crazy enemy territory considering the fan base that you have in L.A., but it's still a it's far a travel. travel. Yeah. Still travel. You're still in enemy territory. They overcame their terrible defensive woes. They won the game. We're looking into a New England Patriots team who has been degressing since Tom Brady left. We can all agree on that. And a team in the Miami Dolphins who have had the New England Patriots number over the last couple of years. Minus three. To cover that. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Miami Dolphins minus two and a half. Yeah, I'm saying uh, this this is on my my sheet too. One big thing that I have that I think a lot of people are gonna forget about. The Chargers played a lot of zone defense last week and Tua fucking picked that apart. He was throwing in pockets in that zone with Tyreek and Waddle had a couple big plays and fucking Braxton well, Berrios. Because you dude. look at it, you look at it like how are we gonna cover if you put a corner on Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill for man for then over Braxton a quarter, Barrios they're going to be – well, even then, they're going to be gassed. You try to cover Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle for 15 minutes, you're going to be gassed. Yeah. So what I was going to say is, is the Patriots play a ton of zone. Like that's their defensive scheme. That's, that's, that's what they play. Everyone's saying this is a big letdown spot. I see a lot of people picking the Patriots on TikTok. I'm not listening to those guys. Um, and – Again, the Patriots did a lot of their damage last week through the air, which the Dolphins really limited Justin Herbert last week. Like Justin Herbert did not have a good game because they ran for 215 yards on the ground. I was going to say Zeke, Zeke and Stevenson scare me a little bit in that regard. But like Travis said, Tua is five and zero against the Patriots as a starter. So they scare me a little bit in that regard. But the Chargers have been able to run the ball for the last three years, and Austin Eckler is one of the best running backs in the league. Fangio was also. I think he was dialing in in the fourth quarter. Like he was calling some blitzes, calling some some plays that I think, you know, he's been out of the game for almost two years. I think you're starting to figure it out in the fourth quarter. I think he's going to dial up some worse. of those blitzes on Mac Jones. It's going to be yeah. bad news, Bears. Exactly. Um, I'll add a couple things, and I I think I brought this up earlier this week. I think the Patriots did as good as they did last week for two reasons. One. Super Bowl hangover is always, whether you want it or not, is always real. This is the Eagles' first game back. There's going to be some slip-ups. And two, it was the big Tom Brady return. A lot of momentum on that side. They brought him out. He ran across the field like Antonio Brown when he fucking ripped his shirt off and left the stadium. They did the same thing, basically. You can put those clips side by side, and it'll look like the same person. Just one's black, one's white. Um, And they came out in the second half, and they played very good football after Tom Brady decided to do that. 
I think this year they're going to show that they are not a good team. I had them as a very much not a good team this year, and I think that that's that's going to prove true against this very good Miami Dolphins team. Also, surprise, surprise, Zeke fumbled last week. I don't think any of us are surprised about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Dolphins can't force turnover if they were fucking playing blind men, though, so who knows what's going to happen with that. But still, uh, I like it. It's, it's a good pick. And we have two picks in this game because Tyreek's over. Yep. All right. So, Ethan, Ethan, you're next. It's my last one. Um, so, it's another noon game. I told you my entire slate was noon games. Um, this one is the Bears at the Bucks. I'm not taking a side in this game. I, I don't care how low it is. I love the under of 40 and a half in this game. I think that these teams are not going to score points. The 40 and a half sounds low because it sounds low in college. I I would love to see a statistic of how often this number hits, especially with teams with good defenses like the Bucks and the Bears with two bad offenses playing each other. It would have hit last week in the Vikings-Bucks game, and the Vikings have a very good offense. Um, I think that this game could be a like 17-10 to 10 game at most. Um, so the, I watched a lot of that, a lot of that Bucks-Vikings game last week. And because I, I actually, you guys dogged me for wanting to bet on the Bucks. Last I didn't week. dog no, you I, again. It was, it was the same instance. No, it was the same as what I said about your Vikings pick earlier. I said I don't love, I don't like the Bucks, but I hate anyway, the buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet, I, I bet on the Bucks by myself, and I watched a lot of that game because I also by like myself. Yeah, by myself because <laughs> you guys are fucking loose. I bet on. I was a, I was a fucking lunar. It's like my thumb, in my ass. Um, but uh. And I, I, I kind of see where Ethan's going here because the Bucks played a very conservative game plan. They didn't do a lot, a ton, to where Baker had to make those insane Baker plays like Cleveland expects him to do, roll out of the pocket, make make imp, improvise, turn the ball. They gave over. him the Tom Brady fucking offensive playbook. That's what they did. That's what they did, and and and, and it worked. It fucking worked, and it worked for. Because they still have the Bucks still have a good defense. Like low key, if this week, like I don't know what the future would look like. I'd love to go bet on the Bucks to win the NFC South. I think I think they legitimately can. I really do. With their defense, I, with their weapons, Baker being smart, and they can win it. Um, so I, Ethan, I actually like this pick a lot. I, I, I like that under forty and a half. There, it's low. I would like it. <clears throat> I was. Gonna, I'd like it if it were like forty five. I don't hate it. It just scares me because you will know whether this is hitting or not in the first 10 minutes. If, if, and I think, it, and call me crazy because I don't think the Tampa, that Tampa Bay is going to be high scoring offense, but if they can stop Justin Fields from, if they can like contain him, which I know the Bucks have good defense, but as long as they're able to contain him and figure him out after the first like quarter, 10 to 15 minutes, I think we'll be able to figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. No, I hear you because, like, like you said, first ten minutes. I mean, if you score a couple touchdowns in the first quarter, this over probably all but shot. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I could see this being a very slow-paced game, a lot of, lot of ground game, um, especially on the Bears side. So, Jarrett, uh, Bucks right now on DraftKings to win the South are plus five fifty. I honestly might go bet that. I'm not kidding. I have some money in my. Provide account. I might go better Saints. That. Saints are even. Falcons plus two ten. Bucks five fifty. I don't know why. I would. 
I wouldn't bet the Saints, but I I do think that they're a better team than what they showed Week One. I think they'll figure it out. I think Derek Carr has Derek Carr very... is overrated. Yes, after what I saw, I still think week, they're the best team. I know that I know he didn't have his best game, but at some point you got to quit blaming. Hey, he didn't have his best game and realize Derek Carr's just average as fuck. Well, also yeah. though, if Michael Thomas stays healthy, Michael Thomas looked great Week One. Um, but that's the thing Drake, too. He uh, also relied Chris on Olave. Michael Thomas way too much. Yeah, well, Chris Olave had seven catches for 118 yards. So you know who I low key sneakily every week Rashid Shahid's over in yards. I bet it at the end of also, last year. Yeah. They hit like five of five weeks that I bet it. Look out for his yards. If it's anywhere like under like 50 or 60, you got to bet it. I also, know he could is. catch a 50 yard pass. He catch like, a 50 yard pass any moment. Yeah. Like watching watching the is. game, it definitely felt different from just like a visual standpoint. It didn't look like Derek Carr had a great game, but statistically, twenty three for thirty three, three hundred yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Like that's not terrible. The, by any the one touchdown and is the thing that scares me because he's tr- he was apparently garbage inside the thirty yard line. He well, that's what I mean. Yeah, like when he got in there, it wasn't great. That's why I say like on paper. He didn't have a bad game, but like when you watched it, it wasn't his best game. That's why I think he'll figure it out, though. One week, yeah. first week with a new team ever. Like he'd been with the Raiders his whole career. So just figuring That's out fair, the system. Yeah. All right. Jerry, how many picks you got left? I got one more. So do I. It's a, well, you, you took my Finns pick. Um, it's a Sunday at 3 30 game. Uh, it's the Broncos at home against the Commanders. Broncos are three and a half point favorites. There's no way they don't beat this Commanders team by double digits. This this is a Commanders team that almost lost to a Cardinals team that's supposed to go winless. Let's keep that in mind. So and I like. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> Me and Ethan love their over and wins this year. You knock it off. <laughs> this is also okay. before we knew Kyler Murray wasn't playing. Yeah. Exactly. So um, Broncos let one slip away last week. They shouldn't have. They should. They should have beat the the Raiders. They had it in their grasp and they. Typical Russell Wilson to do it. You only have to keep going. I like yeah. it. I was going to say I like yeah. it, but the only yeah. thing that you said win by double digits, the only thing that's – I know that obviously the bet's minus three and a half, but the only thing that would scare me about the double-digit win is can Russell Wilson get to double digits? That's the big question mark. That's true. <laughs> that, that's true. that man can't Listen, put up points, hey, but they could win 10 nothing. So A blind squirrel. Blind squirrel. Yeah, no. The, I they're, think they're going to win this game pretty handily. The, it's just the Pete Carroll – Russell Wilson is down in there somewhere. <laughs> it's just going to be a scary game. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be one of those games where like the first half, the, the commanders might have like a three, point like seven, three second half. It's going to be like, yeah. they'll end up winning 17 to seven or something like that. I like yeah. it, but until I can trust Wilson, Russell Wilson more, no more than a unit. No, I agree. Um, and then I'll go into my last pick. It's Monday night football. The latest game there is Browns minus two and a half at the Steelers over unders 38 and a half. 7-15 game, um, we saw what the Browns looked like, and they were the Browns that were supposed to be of last year. Uh, granted, their offense insane. their offense didn't look fantastic, but their defense looks insane. couple that – why I like that so much is because the, the Steelers' offense looked absolutely atrocious. They're play, they played the, they play the number one defense. They played the number one defense last yeah, year, down. last week, and then – maybe playing the number two defense this week. Um, it's not going to be much easier. They might figure some things out, but still minus two and a half. Cleveland looks good. I like the Browns minus two and a half. 
everyone's all over. And I, like, I, I have this fancy pros thing where they tell me like my optimal lineup, and they're telling me start Najee Harris. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, like, no, I would never. I would not start Najee Harris unless he's playing a bottom eight yeah. rushing defense. I'm and starting George Pickens this week because I think he sees a little more volume, but I still think the Browns win. Well, especially with Deontay Johnson out, like he's definitely going to yeah. see more volume. But yeah, yeah. So Browns minus two and a half. Love that. All right, let's Same. let's cook up. Let's cook up the NFL card. It's let's tough here. Um, let's cook up a parlay. Let's get on the shitter. Everyone get on the toilet, Jesse Kane style. Um, Vikings plus six. Chargers wow. minus three. We had Chargers minus three. We were going to throw that in the money line parlay. We had the Packers money line. For a unit, at least, for sure. We had Tyreek's over 83 and a half. Maybe that might be the play we put two units on. Is that is that Thoughts. the three Wiseman? Is that the three Wiseman? Pick, pick I, I would fucking do it. I'll 83 do it. and a half? Yep. Dude had 200 yards last week. <clears throat> okay. That's a Wiseman pick of the week because we haven't had one. We were going to go without one for this week. We got to throw one in a week. Um, yeah. So that's the three, that's the three Wiseman pick for three units. We had Lions minus five. Didn't love it. Uh, didn't really kick it around for any units at the time. Bengals minus three and a half. Again, kind of same thing. Didn't love it. Me and Jared both had Dolphins. So that's going to be at least for a unit or two. Ethan had Tampa Bay Chicago for under like 40 that. and a half. I like that under. Uh, we had the Broncos for a unit at minus three and a half. And the Browns for a unit at minus two and a half. So that takes us to what? So, I mean, we're only at seven right now with the Packers, Tyreek, Finns, Broncos, Browns. So we how can much, increase how, some. How much, how, how much you got on the Finns? We've got one on the Dolphins. Put two on it. I'll say, yeah, because we, we both had that pick. I also okay. think if you if we have room, put two on the Packers. It's even. That's it's, fair. I just looked. Money line's minus 110 on FanDuel. Okay. So, so that takes us to... That takes us to nine units, so that leaves us with a parlay for the let's cook it up NFL, right, cool. which is so here we go. Jared, throw it in. All right, ready? Hold on, hold on. I, I got some more I want to add to it, but yeah, go for it. Well, we've got Chargers, Lions. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One second. I'm saying Chargers, Lions, Bengals. Are we comfortable in the Lions? We don't have to be, but I do. I want to throw the Chargers in there regardless. That feels yeah. Like char- char- Chargers are in. The I don't want to throw. Are we comfortable with the down. Bengals in a money line though? I know it's it's the Ravens still. I get that it's a bounce back game, but I tell you, I tell you, team, I, I love the money line probably. It's the Giants. They're playing the Cardinals. They're not going to lose. Not going to go into. Yeah, they just look <laughs> they're so on the bad. road, but but they I hear so you, bad. Cardinals. So I'll tell you, the, I the love Cardinals and defense the money line. pretty good last week, though. But I'll tell you, team, I love the money line parlay. It's the Cowboys at home against the Jets. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like Buffalo at home. Yeah. And, then, and the 49ers against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's no way four. they do play that performance twice. What's that odds? Plus two eighteen. I like it. I like it. Parlay of Niners, Chargers, Chargers, Bills, Cowboys, Cowboys, and parlay. 
San Francisco. Only, are you sure that's only plus two eighteen? That feels low. Well, so um, so the Chargers are minus one fifty money line. Dallas is minus four fifty five. Buffalo's minus four fifty, and San Francisco is minus three fifty five. So yeah, pretty sure. Plus two what? Plus two. Let's just call two twenty. I have him at 220 on FanDuel, but that's yeah. I, I figured it'd be like plus 300. But do we want to oh, throw a fifth in there? Because we, I will say, and I don't care either way. I'm not trying to vouch for it. The under, because we, you guys both like Ethan's under in the Tampa Bay game, but that's a big risk to throw in there. It's I don't like that. I don't like that in a parlay. No, if anything, I toss the Giants in there to make it. No, juice it up to. Plus three forty-five. They just look so they look, fucking bad. But I also played a top. I I hear you. I, I'm fine with leaving them. No, up. I like I'm, it, but I don't want to get burnt on the Giants. Is what I think. Saying. I think. I think a fourteen parlay is fine. Like a plus fourteen, 14 parlay. We're not yeah. overdoing it. We're the other. The only. we we don't have to do this. I like just the original but just so you guys know and you could bet it on your own as a teaser um as if you took the spreads instead and took the under as a teaser it'd be under 46 and a half chargers plus three i know we don't like jumping lines but i was gonna say the bills minus three the niners minus one and a half the cowboys minus three and a half and it's plus 340 but i'm not saying let's take it on the pod but it's not a bad pick to take ever since i had seen the data on on crossing the zero line i have not done it since i oh, I don't either i won't either but i was just saying it, it's out there if people i get it yeah, yeah yeah that's fair and there's a good chance that they could both hit but i think the plus 220 on the 14 just straight money line yep. parlay better odds so we'll run through it yep we'll run through run through the nfl or run through both slates once again just run through nfl no just nfl yeah Okay, so we've got Packers money line for two units. Uh, Tyreek's over 83 and a half receiving yards for the three wise men pick of the week at three units. Finns minus two and a half for two. Uh, let's ride for minus three and a half for one unit. Broncos or Browns minus two and a half for a unit in the 14 parlay, which is plus 220. Niners, Chargers, Cowboys, Bills for a unit. And those are our picks again. Let's win some money, boys. Let's do it. Let's fucking go. We got this. We got this locked up. Let's ride. We're up units on the year. Play with house money, baby. Yeah. Will Russell Wilson have more touchdowns than his bathrooms in his house this year? We'll find out. (laughs) On next week's episode, Two Drunk Brothers. Peace. Peace. Maybe maybe week eight, but yeah. (laughs) 